What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. One more bowel movement, and I'm the meat is out of me, Joe. Has it taken that long? I don't know if it is or not. It's like it's got I, treble hooks, you know, those three three hook hooks. I am familiar with treble hooks. Yes. <laughs> okay. As a as a, an accomplished cat fisherman. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Day. We decided a few days ago. Yeah, yeah, a few days ago. You asked me what I was doing. I just want a bunch of meat. Said a slab. I want a big slab of meat, or I need a lot of meat. And I'm like, all right. And you're the one that said, "Let's go to Fogo de Chao and go to the Brazilian Steakhouse." Are they open? And you went. And about eight seconds later, you sent me a link that showed that they were open. They are definitely open. And so was the next place was the Hofbrau House, which is always a good time. We were there the, at the Hofbrau House the, for we were the meat place for an hour and a half. I ate so much meat. It was good. I, I feel bad because I, I got a big plate of salad, which I, mean, I ate about a third of it, and then I just started eating meat and I just pushed the salad aside. I did eat my plate of salad-ish type stuff. Yeah, you did. Uh, oh, God, it's so good. Folks, if you've never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, just it's a completely hairless steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> They gotta I, check, you know, you walk into some places now, you have to wear masks. Yeah, this one, your, this one, you, you have gotta to, drop your you drop trowel. Drop trowel, and they gotta check to make sure you're full Brazilian. <laughs> it's pretty, like they gotta check your picanha. <laughs> but then it looked like there were a number of women in there. There probably were. There probably uh, were. And, and, a whole, and every server was male and guaranteed. I could hear the squeaking. They're yeah. definitely when they walk. They're right. definitely Brazilian. Terrible, just awful. But we, um, what was I gonna say about that? The place is so goddamn good. Like, oh, I'm sorry. The, the, the two main places, right? There's that, or at least in Vegas. There's Texas State Brazil, which is on the other side of Vegas, and, and then there's Fogo de Chao. Are those still like the two main places in those the, are the America? Two, those are the two biggest chains. There's another one that I've been to in Columbus that my uh, my brother and sister in law go to occasionally, and I can't think of the name of it. And I know that's a smaller chain, like maybe 20 locations. But Fogo and Texas State Brazil, they both have, I think, a couple hundred. Uh, locations across the U.S. So explain to our eight listeners what the concept is of a Brazilian Well, everything is called, chur- it's called churrascaria, <laughs> and it's the way it's a style of cooking, mm-hmm. and it's cooked over open flame, right, mm-hmm. on spits, right, on skewers, big skewers. Like a big, like the skewer's about three to four feet long. Right. And um, they... Different types of meat. Different types of meat. You have different cuts. Uh, there's, a, you know, there was a sirloin. There was tri-tip. There was a ribeye. There was, rib there was a lamb. pork loin with garlic. There was lamb. I know I've been there before, and there was goat, but not this time. Not not this last time. Um, he's gonna eat the goat. And he's gonna eat the goat. What's gonna happen to the goat? <laughs> if we go T-Rex up there, doesn't one, want to be fed. If we T-Rex go up there and they have hunts. goat, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that. Are you gonna eat the goat? What's gonna happen to the goat? What's happened? To, what's gonna happen to the goat? <laughs> anyway, I so, so it goes on these so big spits and, they, and, it, big and it, ro- spits. it rotates around this. It probably goes around yeah. this and 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 revolves. Yep. And they have like I don't know ten different kinds of meats. And so what the the whole concept of it is it's all you can eat. So there's a salad bar you can go to. You know, there's a you know, good salad. Yeah, and really finger foods and, and just hearts of palm, which is one of my or heart of palm is one of my favorite things to eat. They have that anyway. Um, so you have this little that little uh, cardboard coaster on your table, yes. and uh, it uh, whoops the uh, the cardboard coaster has a green side and a red side. Green side, you flip that over and, and put the green side up. That's when you get the march of the meat men. The meat men come. They're just kind of, kind of casually strolling about the restaurant and just waiting for someone to flip their card over. It's like three, and, three or four of them come out at a time, and they're just kind of, and they're looking around, and they're just boom. Would you like a yes? Would as you a like this? Fact, I would. And, and yes, I would love. I would love all of that. Thank you. So there's like a miniature meat plate, not miniature, but it's half the size of a normal plate, and with little tongs, and they start slicing. They hold the the thing on the on your table, the the, the skewer with all the meat on it, and they have a really super sharp knife. They start slicing it off. And you grab as it's slicing, and about to leave the the parent meat, the home, the, the parent the home meat, meat, the home, the home meat. <laughs> you grab onto it, and then you put put it on your plate. 
and that's a little. It's not a huge chunk, but they'll ask if you want any more. And it might be a little bit more, but and you they, don't need to get a lot because oh my god, they keep coming around. With they it. do keep coming. And then like the first time I went to that place was probably ten or twelve years ago, mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little more than that. And I kept forgetting to flip the card over because you flip it over to red, and then they just won't come by. But I flipped over the green. I just I'm mouthful of meat. And these guys keep coming by. Would you like this? And then like showed me, hey, you got to flip this back over. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the first time I went there, I was drunk. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like drunk, like like oh, like really, like drunk. I was like I was made to ride in the back seat. Like you drunk. Don't remember a lot about no, it. No, I remember it. I I remember it perfectly fine. No, it was. It's more like I didn't understand the concept of what was going on. No one told oh. me about it. And then I'm walking there intoxicated. Trying to figure out this weird all-you-can-eat system that's not a buffet, right? It's like a it's like a reverse buffet. So, uh, yeah, but they and uh, just phew, such good quality meat and food it was so great. And it then, is. and then we left there and went to one of my favorite places on well, Earth. Well, we had, we had a bigger uh, schedule at first. We thought, hey, let's also go to a movie. Let's go to a proper theater. Uh, and watch. What are we going to watch? We were going to watch the Matrix, new Matrix uh, Resurrections, right. which sounded like a good idea. And then for some reason, we said, "Nah." Well, the I timing just didn't work out right because you're you made a good point where I don't want to go and eat a bunch of meat and then watch a movie. I damn sure don't want to eat a bunch of meat, then go and have some beers and then go to a movie and then go to a movie, which would have been terrible because like yeah. the ride home the other night was just very. I was so tired. Yeah. It wasn't even a matter of alcohol. It was. It literally was just just exhausted. But I also had a very late night the night before. But man, all that meat, meat. But it was a good so idea to go meat. to. I guess it's the third time I've been to um, uh, er, 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 Hofbrau House. Hofbrau, thank you very much. And uh, they weren't uh, that busy. They were third full, something like that, which was good. They had the local musician guy that can't remember his name now. You probably Johan. Yeah, he was there. Very entertaining. And uh, we got some spankings. Yes. Three times for me. Ugh, My God. ass kind of hurts. My ass definitely hurts Sunday. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And I, I forgot. For some reason, I got I forgot I got spanked. Yeah. Yeah, folks, if you ever go to the Hofbrau house. Uh, if you get a shot. Know, if you get a shot, like a shot of schnapps or uh, Jaeger when the Jaeger lady is there. Uh, they'll they'll spank you. So bring your paddle around and go, well. So, yeah. And, well, of course, we met up with, uh, with the... Uh, your friend and mine, Jeremiah Green. Jeremiah Green, who's been on this podcast it, a couple times. Him and his uh, lady friend were up <clears throat> in Las Vegas. She had never ridden a roller coaster before, which I felt was, I thought was, what? She's like 20. That was really odd to me. The, it's, I didn't want to go into how odd that was. She's but. 25 years old and born and raised in, or I don't know if she was born, she was born in Kingman. I was born and raised in Kingman. And maybe, um, I, my, I'm thinking maybe she's like me. I, I, I didn't ride a roller coaster. I didn't hadn't been on a roller coaster until I was probably 13 14 she's twice we, your age huh she's twice your age okay that that's point. that's fine but i also lived 45 minutes from one of the better uh for either 45 minutes or two hours from two of the best roller coaster theme parks in the u.s which is king's island in cincinnati or uh or cleveland uh the cedar point in sandusky both known for their Big and cool roller coasters, and lots of them. It's true. Four or five hours to Orange County here to but still Disneyland. A little bit which weird is, that you haven't been to Disneyland once or something like that. At least once. I'm 40 years old. I've lived. I've lived. But you've five been on roller coasters. From, I'm just saying it's just odd to yeah. me if you're 25 years old and haven't been on roller. I'm just kind of trying to defend the lady. I know you are. It just. Uh, it, I'm I, not. I'm not trying to offend her. It's but it's, tw- just, it's tw- 25 years old, born and raised around here, never ridden a roller coaster. That kind of makes sense, especially if you're a little bit scared of it, like. Because the the shit that they have in Vegas is fucking terrifying, because it's it's Vegas. Right. So they had the roller coaster, which you rode the one on the Stratosphere, right? Uh, not the one that not the not the one that they, goes they around. Took, they took that one down. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah. I took the one that goes back and forth, and it goes off the end. Right. <laughs> which is terrifying. Right. Twelve hundred feet in the air. <laughs> yes. So you can understand maybe why she didn't ride that one. Yeah. Um, the I, one in the Circus Circus is janky at best because the Circus Circus is always on the verge of collapsing in on itself anyway. Right. And then uh, the one at New York, New York looks big. Sure. Like it's big. So it's understandable that she hadn't All ridden right, one. So that's fine. Anyway, so. So she, the poor girl, he got her to ride that roller coaster and then said that they were going to quote a big, a, a small brewery, uh, which ended up being the Hofbrau House, Hofbrau, which is fucking yeah. gigantic and not a brewery. And I love that. It's a monster building. It's great. And God, the beer, I'm telling you that 
the original, what's the, what do you want to call it? That was It's a Hellas is the style. H-E-L-L-E-S. It's a Munich style Hellas. And a leader. The it, leader of, yeah, I had, I had three leaders of Hellas. It's so good. Yeah, it just goes down easily. And I, I kept asking, I said, what's the ABV on this? Because I'm not feeling anything. It's around 5%, but we ate so much fucking protein before we went there. That's true. Uh, and then... And oh, then we were there for an hour. Then we were there for we were there for Play, six you, hours. You were we were playing quarters at the table, right? And you were killing it. And then practicing, it came, uh, practicing. And it came time to go to a competition. I didn't choke. I just didn't fucking got it. Ping this way, ping that way. Yeah. But Jeremiah and got Jeremiah big, got it in here. He, he got a big fucking leader of. Uh, I mean, a leader. He got the uh, moss. Not a Stein. Yeah, it's, it's, a, not, yeah. it's a moss. Steins yeah. have a lid. Yeah. Got a moss, a one liter moss, which is pretty cool. I was pretty sure I was going to get that, but I didn't get it. And then we went to um, a f- uh, dim sum. Yes, which is a first for me. I've never done dim sum before. Oh, really? Okay. I know. I assume every one of you guys, because you guys are all cultured. Um, I yeah. I've never been to. No, I, to I've a been dim to a sum. place like that. Yeah, it's 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 uh it was um kind of a, not a hole in the wall, but almost. It was kinda. definitely. I would call it a. a Local. Did you, did you notice when we walked in, we were the only white people in there? I was so That's thank- when I, I walked in, I'm like, oh, this place is going to be real fucking good. I was good. so thankful that I hate to walk in and see a bunch of people look like me. It's very scary. Well, especially when you go into a place that specializes in a, a food other than white American food. Right. So, like, you walk into, that's what, there's a very specific restaurant here in, in Kingman that I don't go into because when you walk in there, the clientele are basically the same as Taco Bell. Right. And I know that's not good Mexican food. Right. Um, same with walking into that dim sum place. Most of the people in there were Asian. They definitely. That's were, how I knew this is going to be incredible. Yeah, fucking I would food. say six tables, five of the six were yep. Asian. It was incredible. Uh, and so what they you kind of want to do anyway. Was like whatever that table's having. That's what we'll have. Because I I didn't know. I did, I read through. It, I'm going. I don't know what the hell all this is. Just bring some stuff. Just bring some stuff. And every everything that I had was really good except for one thing and I don't remember what it was, but it had a really strange flavor to it. And I think it was just the it wasn't that it was bad. It was just I didn't like the flavor. But I it, oh, I, I it did inspire about. me though. I forgot what that was. I had forgotten about congee. Have you ever had congee before? That's that hot soup, the the uh, the rice soup. I, yeah, I think I had. Um my buddy Tyson taught me how to cook that years ago when I was we were both sick. We both got I think we both got each other sick because we went on a road trip together and we both kind of had like, you know, you get that beginning signs of a sinus infection. And it was like you get the tickle like behind your nose. Oh, yeah. And you, you know, when you feel it, you go, fuck. And you're like, oh, what's that? And then I ignored it. And then he and I went on a road trip to Tucson. And by the time we were, we were gone like three days on the way back, neither one of us could taste or smell anything, which is. For me, obviously, folks, this is ten years before COVID, so it wasn't that. Right. But that's how that's my first symptom when I'm getting an upper respiratory or a sinus infection is I lose my taste and smell mm-hmm. immediately. Well, the first thing is a little tickle <clears throat> right. in the nose, and it starts to hurt. And then within 24 hours, I can't taste anything. So he's uh, as you know, when well, on our way back, he goes, "Fuck this!" Tomorrow morning, I'm making congee, and I'm like, "I don't even know what that is." I didn't even taste the stuff that at the that dim sum place, but the way I've always, oh, you didn't? I've always, no, I didn't, because okay. it everybody was like, oh, it's super hot, it's super hot, it's super hot, and then it was like time to go, and I just never tried it, which is fine. So it's it, kind of like a bland, pureed thin rice sort of. It, it, you know, it's funny, it's not even pureed. You I know, just, I don't know just, how they get to do that. You cook the shit out of it. Okay, it's you know, because uh, I think I brought it up to, uh, but you know, there's a lot of conversation going on. So when you make uh, rice, it's two to one ratio water to rice. Yes, right. This is a six to one ratio, oh. and you cook mm-hmm. the fuck out of it. Forty five minutes to an hour. That whole time you've got chunks of chicken in there, like chicken. I use chicken thigh. So you just cook it until it completely breaks down the rice. Yes, That's and then the on. rice, and then and right, and then you have a starch conversion in there, which thickens it. Mm-hmm. So once you cook it for that long, the starch is converted. Da, 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 becomes a little more glutinous. So, and then you add ginger and a bunch it, of other stuff to it, and it's just excuse so me, your good. glutinous. Yeah. Yes. Pardon me, your glutinous. Part, yes, uh, uh, your glutinous. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> your your glutinous, the, the <laughs> glutinous maximus. <laughs> <laughs> that lady was oh, funny God. though. That server, she's she was fucking giving me shit because she said she said something about how she wasn't. Um, 
She's like, he came in here. He said, you look 41. I'm not 41. And I started busting up laughing. She goes, what? Why are you? She's this, a typical Chinese lady just right. beating the shit out of me because I said something wrong. Right. I don't know. I don't know what I said wrong. She's like, that's not nice. That's not courteous. I'm not that old. I'm like, I don't know how old you are, honey. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Stop hitting me with a paper plate. <laughs> Stop. Or, you know. Or keep hitting me with a paper plate. <laughs> One of us is getting a happy ending here. Let's fucking face it. Oh, this is... Because we di- lost our happy ending places here in Kingman. Yeah, what the fuck is speaking of happy <laughs> All endings? All you people, we don't have any more in Kingman. Fucking... This- people are a little more angry on the roads these lately these days. No shit, they- man. It's like, like, what's... This there's actually a deeper topic. We should go into this after the break, but after like after my poop session. After oh, yes, after Paul makes a deposit at the Brownatorium. <laughs> oh, just gotta and, and we circle it back to poop because you're still pooping out. Yeah, I don't, chunks of I Brazilian don't, I'm, I'm steakhouse. Sure I'm, I'm sure I'm not. I'm actually. I told you I'm pooping out lately. For those of you taking notes. <laughs> If you have your, if you have, well, your, I will uh, pause for you to get a, a notepad. If you have your, uh, what's that kind of uh, that uh, that uh, spreadsheet? If it tells you like an Excel spreadsheet, figuring it out. Um, I got a bunch of tamales, and I still have a bunch of tamales. Oh my god! From uh, from Sarah's tamale, uh, what's the third tamale lady comes around once a year? Did you have more to, than that? Did you happen to get any uh, fruit tamales? Like any of the? I don't like those. Yes, I did. I, I oh really? I got pineapple, and I threw them all out after I had a three or four. What? I just, it just, there wasn't, there was not enough fruit in there, and I got some chicken and pork, and okay. uh, I still have chicken and pork. You, you, during the break, you can zap one if you want. No, not hungry. Um, but yeah, every day I've been having tamales, because I got like pounds of tamales, so I'm trying to eat them all before I have to freeze them, which is a weird thing. I think you should just freeze them anyway. That's what you, like immediately. Yeah, they can, they can stay in the refrigerator for a few days. I'm, I'm, yeah, I understand I'm that. Bumping but when on you that right freeze, now. when you freeze them immediately, they stay good like the day that you froze them. Okay, that's and then you just pull them out, wrap them in a wet paper towel, and nuke them for like two and a half minutes. But I love tamales. But now I'm kind of getting my fill of tamales. For crazy, a while. crazy how that happens if you eat a shit ton of them. Right. It's like I think I'm good. It's like it's like they have the oh, have you tried the tamale diet? You know, some new fad. Just all tamales. All it. All that does is you just eat a lot the first couple of days, and then after it's like I'm not eating. I, I can't eat tamales. I'm sorry, sir. All you have to you, you can only eat tamales. Good. Cause I'm going to have a half of one today. That, I'm going to have a half of one, and that's it. And I'm like, oh, cool, 350 calories for the entire day. You're right. definitely going to lose weight. Right. That's how that works. That's have funny you tried shit. the so and so diet? <laughs> the Do you remember on the Osborns? Ozzy was on the the burrito diet. Then he, he's he. No, I don't. He, he I, ate I know this show. A giant fucking burrito every day, and that's all he ate. But it, the burrito <laughs> that he ate was probably twenty five hundred calories. What do you eat the had, whole thing? Yeah, he ate the whole fucking thing and just all in one sitting. How did it work? He's like, oh, shit. I don't know. He was still a little bit fucking Aussie. Like he <laughs> he may have lost weight, but he probably lost some fucking brain cells too. Well, yeah. No, I don't know about the Aussie burrito diet. I <clears> know <throat> the show was hilarious when it came out. The the oh yeah. And then it took over, and then it's just like, oh. And then they they didn't lock the door behind them, and then the Kardashians just showed up right after yeah, they fucking ended. And now we have, look what we have now on the internet. And look at what we have. And then Trump became president. They're, that's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> Ozzy's show got canceled. They didn't lock the door behind them. Then the Kardashians happened. Then Trump became president. Yeah. And now, where are we? Trump's show he's, was he's, after Ozzy's. That's true. So there you go. I never watched his show. I only saw parts of it. Here and there, it just never it, it, shows like that. Never interested me. I've never seen a single episode of Survivor either. Like a lot of those, I watched a couple episodes of that, but that was it. Yeah, I don't. I never really get hooked on those. No, I remember f- for a while there, of course, and then was it to two thousands or the nineties when 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 the fucking Bachelor come out? How long was that show? I have within the past ten or twelve years, I think. I think it was before I moved here, so it's been older I, than twelve years. I hate it, and I make fun of my child. Shout out to Portia. For she watching the Bachelor. the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Oh God! And I'm like, man, you're just you're holding yourself back developmentally. I told her that. And I'm like, <laughs> you, you you may as well just eat fucking lead paint chips. Like it'll, it'll damage you. You know when they say no child left behind. This is the behind. This is the child getting left behind. <laughs> I I feel like I failed as a parent because uh, she watches the Bachelor, but not as much as her mom failed as a parent. Because I'm fairly certain her mom was the one who. Got her into the Bachelor. Oh my God! It's so pathetic. It's 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 on the verge of child abuse. Should we call it v- <laughs> vapid and vacuous? Vapid, maybe? vacuous. Right. Zero cultural value whatsoever. Could be one of those 
dumbass fucking guilty pleasures is even yeah well that's what porsche will call it a guilty pleasure but i'm like mm-hmm. yeah that's fine you can kill your brain cells by huffing paint too mm-hmm. i mean really and you'll get high you know, and you'll go somewhere. And you'll actually get high like and do something. Figure like something out, like you'll have you, the cure for something in the You background. may have a revelation, you know, sniffing right. fucking paint or Like we're glue. all part of the universe. The universe is one of us. And yeah. We should all love each other. Oh. That's not what you get out of The Bachelor when you leave that. No. You know, get no. Enlightened. There's no enlightenment at the end of The Bachelor Tunnel. No. <laughs> enlightenment at the end of The Bachelor Tunnel. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you a show I did watch, though. What's oh, that? my God. I can't believe I'm... Uh, the... Um, Oh, I can't believe I got to confess this. Um, because it was in Arizona. I was moving to Arizona. It was based in uh, Phoenix area. It was the, uh, God damn it. It was a guy that was helping people date better. Like he would have hidden cameras and stuff, and he would they'd go to a bar, and he, he would, he would t- kind of tell them how to dress. Like the hookup artist, not the hookup pick- artist. The pickup artist? Maybe that's it. Is I that, don't know. That, is there a I've, show called I've The I've never pick-up? heard of it. but like the, Or like, something like that. Huh. So what it was was the these average guy, not bad looking. I'm but already just what, falling asleep. Right, <laughs> and he would always have some kind of affectation, like he'd be wearing a suit. But he he would tell them what to, and he would have a little microphone in their ear, like go up and talk to this girl. Just walk it, and this is what you want to say to this girl over here. So they always have these, and the whole idea was to get their numbers and shit like that. And I think that part of it was kind of real. What actually kind of did help them? They were all just kind of shy, didn't know how to socialize that well, and didn't. You know, they were just. You know, some people have games. Some people are not afraid to talk to anybody or anything, and these weren't those people. Right. So he would, they would go live in a house somewhere, these five or six dudes. It was probably a competition where whoever got the most phone numbers or something won a, I don't know what the goddamn. And you watched this? I did because. Did you I, take notes? I didn't take notes, but I watched it. I went, yeah, he's just basically go up there and talk to him. Just got to talk to him. That's all it is. If you just get two-thirds of the time, it's like, hey, my name's Paul, or don't use my name. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, maybe maybe tell them your name, not your Paul name, your right. actual name. You're that Paul you Gaines? Fuck, guy. Not that here. fucking guy. Yeah, I'm out of here. You start just throwing like, their drinks in your face. You're like, how dare you? Have you had a drink thrown in your face? I haven't. I don't think no, I have. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No. But I'm starting to watch the uh, newsroom again where he's getting the drinks thrown in his I did, uh, I did dress down a woman one time who threw a drink in my friend's face. Mm-hmm. And did, then because did he deserve she, it? No. Okay. No. And what it was was it was a girl that he was no longer dating, and he was on a double date with me and my girlfriend, and him and his, a, a lady that he had just started dating. And he saw one of his exes, and she was just she was drunk, and she was an asshole, and oh, she was, was pissed off that they had had broken up, and he was out with somebody else already after like three months. See, and she she walked up, and she's like, "You're a fucking dick," and splashed you know, whatever her drink was in his face. And I just grabbed her by her arm and I, and I was like, and I just pointed at the bouncer and she came over or the bouncer came over and took her ass out and then asked my see, friend if he wanted to press assault charges. And I was like, dude, you should do it. Cause it would be funny to see her arrested. Cause she's, <laughs> she fucking sucks. And right. she spilled shit all over her date. And the funny thing was like the, his date that he was with, she, I was like, oh, no, 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 it's fine, because I knew her, I introduced them, mm-hmm. and uh, she'd been doing CrossFit for years, and she was like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, ju- and this, that, I'm like, she would have fucked that, that girl up. Right. And she was like, this guy had not been dating this woman for very long, right? Right. The one, the one sitting with him, right. right? Not the one who splashed it. They'd only been on like three or four dates, so this wasn't like they were together, but she still has that protective instinct, like, this is my date, fuck you and wanted to murder this woman and luckily yeah, see, she did not I would but be, like yeah but see i'm a little more i'm a little different than that if that happens and i'm there and it's a dating situation it happens to the the girl that's there yeah I, I don't know i would take a step back and go there's more to the story here what's going on uh-huh. i would like to i wouldn't defend anybody automatically no fucking way because there's something going on that you're unaware of maybe right so that, and but that's what that what's ruined. That's excuse me. That's what ruins though the type of drink in the face. That ruins the romance of that, if you will. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I agree. Because there should be in a movie. It's something where someone really says something that's really out of line, and it's the best response in public. Because it's almost almost an acceptable thing to throw a drink in someone's face at at a bar. What I mean is okay because it it has happened. It does happen. And if it's if it's a if a woman does it to a guy, quite often the guy may have deserved it. 
Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, so I'm so sure. it's not like taking a swing at someone and no. starting a fight. No, but it's pretty close. It's almost a yeah. It's, de- it's demeaning. Sure. It's insulting. Sure. Uh, it's immature. It's a childish fucking act. I think it's great it's though. It's just like fucking taking a swing on someone. No, it's not. No, it is. No, it it's like not. When it, when you put it into the context of those three things, it's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. There are different levels of like if you like rape, like if someone's a half a year younger than you are and they're below age. Or I, that's like a that. technicality. I'm just talking. It was and and also the cops look at it as assault. It's misdemeanor assault. Yeah, but they they won't. They don't look at it as the same. I I, I understand what you're. I, I understand right. what you're getting at. But it's. But that's why it's also funny on the in the movies or the show like uh, Newsroom when when he gets the he keeps getting it thrown, thrown like thrown over face. and over and over again. Right and. It's an overreaction. It's an immature sure it overreaction. Is. Sure, it's it is. dumb. Yeah. But it's uh, it happened a couple times to my stepmother, who was a flight attendant on Delta. It didn't happen to her, but she witnessed it. Yeah, you know where probably you know these. So what do you do if some guy really is beyond forward and does something? To me, it like it's like a signal. It's like this guy's a fucking dick. I'm not gonna smack and him. And you're kind of signaling. It's like a bat signal that this woman's giving to all these other people. Yeah, like but this if guy's you, a fucking asshole. But if you gender swap it. That's why there's different genders. Yeah, but they're, they're they're not equal. They're not the same. Yeah, no. What I'm getting at is like, can I can I do that to a woman if she was too forward? Because I've had that happen before. Sure, you can do that. Can't yeah. can't hit her though. No, I wasn't gonna. I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Gen- okay. Gender swapping. It's like I've been hit before. You know, from different women. No, no, but no, no, I, no, no. No, I mean with the. I'm not talking about hit. I'm talking about the drink in the face. A woman can do it to a guy, or a guy can do it to a woman. Sure. Just to let if, all if, 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 everybody else know in that uh, in that bar. If you're trying to, uh, yeah, I would rather do that than if I was going to go on a tirade in some, you know, string of expletives, you know, yeah. that you we all want to say to certain people. I would rather go. Pfft. Now, what I probably would do to make sure it's water or ice water and not a sticky fucking drink that's going to ruin their clothes. Right. But I just go boom. Sure, I haven't done it before though. I kind of, I, I feel like it's probably really satisfying. Yeah, but if you, if you don't get the shit kicked out of you, right? Yeah, which I did see. I saw a woman. This was at the. This is a long time ago. Just jogged my memory. The Timeout Tavern, which was you know never exactly a classy place, but there was. I don't know what the guy did or said because they were sitting right behind me, and I heard her go, "You're a fucking asshole." And then her entire drink, like a full Tom Collins glass mm-hmm. full of whatever, and hit it in his face. And he was so fucking mad, he spit in her face. Ooh. He spit in her face and slapped her and bounced her, threw them both out together. Right. And I was like, God damn, dr- high drama at the timeout tavern. And the, I remember the the bartender's name was Polly. He was the, I told you about him before, he was an mm-hmm. Irish guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> and Polly's in his perfect brogue, he goes, that's fucked up. I only served them each one of those drinks so far. Those like the the <laughs> drinks that they had in front of them mm-hmm. were the only drinks he served them. Okay. He said they weren't intoxicated or anything like that. And he's like, I ha- he he asked that guy. He was like, he walked outside, went to ask the guy. I I'm just curious, what did you say? And I followed Polly out there. What did you say to her? He's all, fuck you, fuck this place. So he's like, oh fuck you, then fine. Well, you always kind of to me, you kind of want to know. Are I would. You know, what tripped this woman? Like, was it really not? It's intriguing. Yes. You yeah. kind of want to know what it, what it was. And um, and no, no one really deserves that. But it's almost kind of, a, like I said, it's kind of been, it's in it's been in movies a zillion times. And, you know, it, it does happen. And I've seen it before. But, um, and some people kind of deserve something, you know? Yeah. Yes, we all should just walk away. If it's really that bad, just grab your stuff and leave. Rather than doing like that and then leaving. But if you're ha- going to have a knee-jerk reaction, rather than getting up and screaming and making a huge scene right? vocally, you might as well make a scene with a glass of water, Because I it kind of does. Yeah, because a lot of people might not even, not, not even see it. And if it's water, it's not going to damage anybody else around you. You know what I mean? You can strategically yeah. do it. No one's going to hear you swear at them. And you're not, starting, not really starting a fight because it's not throwing a swing yeah. and physically damaging somebody. So to me, it's like a de-elevated, and some people probably do deserve to have that done to them. Just now, saying. I will say this. I did have a guy dump a beer on my feet. That's kind of a weird... Yeah, and that that almost erupted into a full-blown fucking bar brawl. I'm glad that I was able to talk my way out was of it. Was it... I bumped into him. This was in Florida at like a beach mm-hmm. bar, and I, I accidentally bumped into him because I was in flip-flops, and it was a sandy, mm-hmm. like, 
tile floor and it was slippery mm-hmm. and I just barely bumped it. I said, Oh shit, man, I'm sorry. Let me, uh, let me buy you a, you know, let me buy you a beer. That's my fault. And he's like, fuck you and poured it at my feet. And then like, and then pushed me like he I'm like, yeah, what? fucked up. What the fuck? And du- yeah, just dumped beer all over. Him. Oh, I was like, that's uh, the problem. I guess yeah. if you're in a, you're in a setting, obviously if you're, um, you're, you're in a bar, in Florida, in flip flops, people are drinking, so now people are not using good judgment and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but if you're, if you're a guy like, let's say, uh, um, uh, what's his name, Will? What's his last name in the in the show? Oh, in the newsroom, yeah. uh, Will McAvoy. Right yeah. now, he can be pretty biting and pretty. He can be, and he's very. He's just being very matter of fact, and a lot of people can't handle that, and it just pissed them right. off. And they because they can't they can't retort back, or they don't feel like arguing with him. And right, they, and they'd rather do something more than just walk away. So if someone, like he didn't do anything back to her, you know, she just did it, and I don't know if she turned around and walked away, but you have to kind of, you have to assess the whole situation. It's like, some people probably kind of know that they may have deserved it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a little classier of a move. It's like, you know what, I kind of deserve that, and I'll just live with what she fucking did. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Just, you know, so rather than escalating it anywhere else where it needs to be, because a lot of people thought that Will was the way that he was. You know, that's that's his personality type. He's very very intelligent and very quick and 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 matter of fact and usually and right because he's smart as fuck. Right. Yeah. But just because you're smart as fuck doesn't mean that uh, everything you say is the right thing to and say. He, and he <laughs> was he was right bashing her and her you know, she's calling herself a journalist, you know, and he Oh, he, that's it right. It was all had to do with a quote takedown piece. He goes, "Takedown piece? What's that?" And she explained he goes, "Oh, so you're take so you actually called a takedown piece because he didn't know he really didn't yeah. know this because he's not into that kind of journalism. Yeah, he's you know? into actual journalism, not fucking bullshit. Right. So then he started really attacking her for for that, which is deservingly so because it's again back to the vapid and vacuous, you know, going uh, to the numbers. Yeah, it's like saying, well, you work for TMZ, so you're definitely the same as uh, Tom Brokaw. <laughs> right. No, you are not in the same fucking league. Right. Not even the same fucking sport. So you can see it's someone like Will. You know, would would it have done that? Because he's yeah. he's the apex fucking news he's a, guy. He's an actual newsman. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway. I, I get it. There you go. You ready for a break? Oh, I'm ready for my. Paul needs to drop take, off. Paul needs to make a drop off. We'll be right back, folks. Party 
All right, that was a good break. Paul, do you feel better? I am uh, down to flying weight now. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, and I don't know a lot about the man. I just know that he was uh, one of the greatest humans to ever live. And uh, it was Desmond Tutu, the um, the father? South African. Reverend. Reverend. He reverend? Was a reverend. He was, yeah. a, uh, he was a priest in a the A man Ang- of God. He was a man of God, a man of the cloth. He's a he was a priest in the Anglican Church, and he's from South Africa. He he was very outspoken against apartheid. And for those of the, you uh, you know younger folks that may not know what apartheid is or was, it was a it was a, a it was a a legal system of oppression against uh, black and uh, mixed race individuals in South Africa from about the mid '60s, I think, early early '60s until the early 90s and then there was finally free and fair elections in 1994 desmond tutu like this is an era where in that time frame people were burned they were hung they were they were, they were prosecuted it was tough for speaking out against it and it was pretty fucking terrible the human rights abuses from south africa in those like 40 50 years were pretty fucking bad and uh like i can remember you know one man mel- one vote one man one vote uh, free south africa you dumb son of a bitch right that's why those movies yeah. were, were, were had all lethal, that in there was the lethal because we- of the lethal weapon jokes from lethal weapon 2 were because of the yes apartheid south, apartheid, apartheid and the and the, the yes gold and the fucking dirty money and and, and it desmond tutu was one of desmond tutu and uh nelson mandela were two of the most outspoken critics and you know Nelson Mandela was in prison. He was in prison for twenty eight years, twenty nine years, something like almost thirty years. Yeah. Then he became the first elected, you know, first uh, first president of South Africa to be elected post apartheid. So they you know struck down apartheid pressure from you know outside groups and inside. But Desmond Tutu passed away at the age of ninety last week or earlier this week, and won the Nobel Peace Prize. He really walked the he walked the walk and talked the talk. It's it's very rare you have those kind of people who are really risking it. We all think what we do is risky, or oh, I don't want to do that. I'm afraid to do this, or afraid. To, you know, I mean, if you really, really, really put it down to it, he what, really put himself out there. Like yeah. like lots of people that were put his life on as, the line. Yeah, and, and many, many, many hundreds <clears throat> of individuals that were just as loud and just as vocal <clears throat> of activists as he, he was were murdered. Yeah, to to shut them up, and somehow he wasn't. He was the would you what what do they call him the moral uh, the moral compass of South Africa? Yes, which is you know that's incredible. But who who is giving people the burning tires on fire around your neck? All the whatever they call uh, Nelson Mandela's wife. Yeah, <laughs> that was a known thing that they did to people who um, betrayed the movement, the anti apartheid anti apartheid movement. Was you tie them up by their hands, hanging from uh, um, like. I don't know, like a like, I don't know. It looks like a like I've I've seen picture, and this is disgusting, but pictures in in books and, and you know and, and video on TV of people. It's a metal swing set with the swings mm-hmm. removed. They're tied up with their hands up above their head, mm-hmm. and then they throw a tire around them. Ask them one more time, did you do this? And they're like, oh, da, da, da. and then they just light the tire on fire and let it keep burning let while it's around burn, the burn alive. Yeah. So it was, lovely. it was brutal, you know, yeah. um, but uh, that's revolutions are deadly. Yes, that's they that's are. that's how that happens. But to, to, what it what it did is it kind of made me realize, you know, as I was driving out here, they say, may you live in interesting times. And I'm just thinking about all of the different things that have happened in my lifetime. Just the things that I remember. Pretty kind of a big deal. Um, I can remember the fall of Russian communism. Mm hmm. Fall, so, so you know, the fall wall, of the, 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 the Berlin Wall coming yep, down, yep. seeing that live on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, the reunifica- reunification of Germany, which was a big thing, and then getting you know Czech Republic and so on and so forth, like all these these mm-hmm. Hungary, Poland, these places that had been divided up since before I was ever born. You know, seeing maps that were out of date within two years of me getting to school. You know, that mm-hmm. was, but also you know, and the cancellation of Friends. The show Friends when they didn't. Thank you, thank you for this. You just took something that I was like totally pure, (laughs) and just crapped on it. We get it. You were alive for the moon landing, and Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy was shot. (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember the Kennedy assassination? I don't. No, I I, I, I don't. I I, I was just a few months old. Six months old or something. Not even six months old. Yes. 
Um, but you know, uh, the the things that I've lived through is pretty amazing. Hubble launching, and now not only Hubble being launched into space, but remember it was like nearsighted or some shit, and then they had to go and fix it. But now Hubble is being you know passed. They replaced the James Webb uh, space telescope was just launched. They have, they have a live uh, thing now where you can watch how uh, how, how far, how far away it is. it is. I was it, watching the that, whole too. The scale is this long, and it's about this far away yeah, so it's far. Yeah, like, it's like the, the last I checked, I think it was yesterday, it was like point zero three thousandths of a percent there toward, oh. like, toward where it's going to be. I didn't realize its uh, its orbit was that Past fucking, the moon. Yeah. It's past, it's 200 and, no, no, it's a little over a million. It's like 1.1 1. 1 million miles, uh, like, yeah, the orbit. I, I can't remember the last. I did not know that you could orbit the Earth that far out. I didn't know that you had that much. There, there was that much gravitational pull, but anyway. well, it's a slow orbit. I'm gonna guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think? <laughs> so, so to have nine eleven, right? Um, Porsche nine eleven. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but just the just the amount of things that I've seen in my life now that I'm kind of mm-hmm. at forty, looking backward, not being nostalgic because uh, I've learned from you. It's like not. It's not necessarily the best thing, but looking back and going, God damn, I've lived through. And remember some pretty amazing events. I really like I, I remember that some of my earliest memories, like Challenger, right. I remember my uh, oh you when we got uh, well yeah you said nine eleven then we got Osama bin Laden that was a big that was a that was one, one of the better uh, episodes in uh, of the newsroom, newsroom. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me and um, peppered with real shit like um, <clears throat> uh, the Rock me. the Rock did tweet that. Like when they show in the, in the, on the newsroom, he, he he's like, uh, never been more proud to call oh, myself an right. American, da, 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 right. da, you know, hashtag SEAL Team 6 or something like that. It was way before the the president announced it, like right. like like 30 minutes before the president went on TV. I, do you remember where you were when that like that announcement happened? Uh, I think it was at my house that I still own now back in, in Georgia, just watching all the celebrations ago. I think I was watching the news. I don't think I was out. I wonder what day of the week it was. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday evening. I was at. Uh, uh, I was. I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday. It was kind of night in the East Coast. I think it, it was. It, it, it was. It was probably eight o'clock here. Which would have made yeah. So it was eleven o'clock or so, something like that. So it would have made sense. I was um, not really out partying on a Sunday night when I had to do work the next day. <clears throat> I do remember. Excuse me. I've got a. Cannot. Do you not have throat. something to drink right now? I do not. I I do I do not. I just remember being at uh, the Diaz household, uh, Cardo and Nancy, when they lived next door to me. That's where uh, that's where I was. Yeah, it was May second, um, two thousand eleven. So yeah, I I, I remember that. I, I, there's just certain things that I'll always remember. Like I remember hearing about the Berlin Wall. Like my the bus driver's name was Bruce. He was an asshole. Uh, I was in third grade, yeah, fourth grade, something like that, and he told us, told everybody, shut up on the bus, and he turned up the radio, and they were making the announcement that the Berlin Wall had fallen, and and, and people from East Germany and West Germany were commingling, and he said, this is a big deal, you people need to remember this, and we're all a bunch of elementary and and, and middle school age kids, because so we didn't give a shit, but like when I went home. Uh, like got dropped off. My mom and stepdad were watching it on the TV, and my mom told me, "said This is a huge, huge deal." Yeah, because you guys all grew up with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, my mom was born in. Uh, my mom's ten years older than you. She was born in fifty three. There were people in. Uh, actually, I was in the uh, in the eighties when I worked at that uh, factory, that glider factory, and there were there was a couple of people there that were that had that had escaped East Germany and were working in that glider factory that I worked at. And I, I got to have that's com- conversation. That's incredible. And I got to have conversation with them. Everything I learned, th- there was there was more value in what I learned outside of the factory in Germany when I was there in 84 than it was in the factory. I mean, I'm so glad for all the experiences, but talking with the people there and being an American, and we had a presence there. You know, we still do. Oh, we yeah. Had, we had a larger presence had a then. much bigger presence back and then. And they didn't like Reagan at all. And we, you know, and I said, well, what's the choice? Should we just leave? You know, should we just pick up everything and leave? And they went, well, that's probably not the best answer either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it sucks. You know, the whole situation. You imagine being in West, it was West Germany, right? And things were made in, made in West Germany. It would say West Germany oh, back then. Absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. And now it's just Germany, of course, so. It was a huge deal. I, I haven't forgotten about it, but it's like it's a pretty distant memory now. But uh, my father, I mean, we talked about different things, and probably in the same podcast as well, 
but um, like, are we going to survive how divided the country is right now? Which it is. Um, but I know that he would still say he would always harken back to, you know, let's say 63 or 68. You know, he said when it was so fucked up, when uh, when because I already shot John Kennedy, you know, and then Martin Luther oh. King was shot and then Bobby Kennedy was shot the same fucking year and killed. And he thought, what the at that point, he thought, where where is this? What are we done? You know, we're going to have total anarchy in the whole country at this point. Right. When they're just assassinating people at will. You know, he said it was really fucked up in 68. He flew for the Air Force and he was. You know, that's, he only really was flying for the Air Force to get flying hours because he wanted to fly. That was the main reason, Yeah, um, to be honest. But he uh, was glad that he did. But he said it was, a, it was a pretty fucked up time. And he knew he was in a – the war was also fucked up. You know, all the protests going on, you know, with the Vietnam War and uh, Kent State – after that and Jesus uh, that was that was 68 too wasn't it I think it was 68 yeah was it yeah yeah and everybody hated Nixon you know all the all the hippies hated Nixon which they should have because he was anti-weed they, they, but it wasn't the, just it wasn't just anti-weed he was anti-black and yes, anti-Mexican he was and racist anti, anti-hippie but he did get us out of the Vietnam War he he yes he got us out of the Vietnam War he yes. also he also wanted national health care by the way Yes, no, he, he absolutely did. He wanted national, national health care. He said, it's fucking us up if we don't do absolutely. this. Absolutely, but he also established the DEA. Right. So, <laughs> so, so he like, was such a... He was also a fucking crook. Yeah. <laughs> so he just because he wanted national health care doesn't mean jack shit. I like national... I, I want nationalized health care, too. But, and you're a dick. And I am an absolute dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Hey, look at these windmills. This reminds me of coming back uh, last night from Vegas. You didn't see all the... Oh, my God. Oh, they all light to get, they all light up red lights together. Yeah, they light up together, man. It's not fucking cool. I didn't like it. It freaked me out. It, it, like the spatially disorienting. It is kind of odd. Yeah. They do that for a- aviation stuff in case you're going to be oh, landing at night with the pilots. Yeah, the pilots <laughs> do fucking all these things. Let's freak Joe out all for the sake of the pilots. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's like, in other words... If you got a choice, don't go crash landing in that area. Nope. Uh, at night, it's a bad so idea. It does that. That's a that's a thing. But yeah, I'm glad that they have that there, though. Anyway, that's a lot of windmills. I, it's uh, it's very interesting to me. And they say, and I always tell my kid this: May you live in interesting times. That's a cliche for a reason. And I think she's also living in interesting times. COVID because I, right now is a huge, massive thing. Yeah. It's, it's changing how we do things. We're all fucking sick of it. Yeah. I know, I know we're, it's changing how we do things. and But we are sick of it. I just, oh, that's where I, I want to live. I, that's I, if I were to live anywhere, that, that's the kind of place oh, I would like to live. Uh, that is... Probably um, Greece. No, it's Italy. It's, Italy, um, okay. God damn it. It's in the a little tiny town on the coast of the Mediterranean, and it is... Oh, God damn it. It'll come to me, and I can't remember what it is. Multicolored houses right there on the coast. It ends with an I. Ends with a vowel. Uh, probably ends with a vowel, yes. <laughs> then we're no longer there now, or looks like we're... No, the Hudson coast. River Valley. This is distracting you. Sorry. Okay, this is distracting. Keep your eye on the prize, I'm Gaines. I'm talking about the 60s. You barely remember the 60s. You, you have as much business talking about the 60s as I have talking about the 80s. Right. I was born in 81, and you were born in 63. What was right? it... Yes, what, what was it uh, in the movie uh, Field of Dreams where they were arguing about it was... Uh, they were talking about banning books, and the, and they went to the thing when he was, you know, they went to the no, no, you you had two fifties and skipped over and went, went right, right to the right, right to the nineties, right to the seventies. Oh my god, you, you had two fifties and went right to the seventies. You didn't hang out in the sixties. I you, lived, you, the 60s. I lived the sixties. Like no, no you, did. you didn't. You, you had two fifties and went right to the seventies. <laughs> I fucking love that when they're talking. Yeah, it's about the Terrence, uh, not Terrence Mann. I maybe it is Terrence Mann. I think it was Terrence. I think Mann Terrence Mann about. was the name that they were because that's with all the connection of the movie. Yeah, you know, right. You know. It was uh, the, the James Earl Jones. He calls her Eva Braun. We're gonna have listened to Eva Braun over here, and she got so <laughs> dramatic in that movie. <laughs> Fuck, she was good in that. My mom was like that too when they were talking about banning certain books, and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not gonna fucking happen. Not on my watch." It's scary that people still bring that shit. The they fuck do. Up. They do. They all people will after, always do that after Germany, especially and all that. Oh my god. Yeah. It's yeah, banned it's, books. We god. have such short memories of all the nonsense that goes on. It's so dumb, and it's kind of like the the anti vaxxers like the, the the those people don't know anybody who has been afflicted by polio. Yeah. They just don't. And, and there's a reason. One, one guy. Duh, actually, know? I've known two people. Two people in my life that have 
that have they're afflicted were afflicted by or they caught uh, polio Mm -hmm. and they're all fucked up from it they can't walk very well or whatever god they're so stupid but you know what again uh, now i can speak more freely about this kind of stuff uh i'm kind of over giving a shit about those people and that's fine that's your personal choice I'm just kind of okay. You're probably not going to vote in the midterms or in 2024 because you won't be alive. So the, the fact, and that's we fine. About this, and the that's facts are unfor- unfortunately, or whatever you want to, you want to say it that more Republicans have died from this than Democrats. Yeah, that's, that's the bottom line. It, it really is. Yeah. Fine. Prove me wrong. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. Just, like I, I'm, I don't. Ha- I well, I have seen that those data points. It's not by any stretch of the imagination complete data set, but sure. The data set is there, you yeah. know, and and that's again personal choice, personal freedoms. That's that's where it's at. And again, the only I problem no I longer... have is it's overloading the hospitals, which just sucks. Which I can tell you right now, uh, I had one of my uh, this woman I worked with for all twelve years. I was at the hospital. Uh, her name's Joanna. She reached out and texted me late last night. And she goes, "Hey, I just wanted you to know that you're missed. We really, I miss, I I miss having your knowledge in the." in that monitor room and being able to rely on you. And I know that if you're there, shit's going to get taken care of, but I also miss you as a person. And I miss like the humor that you brought. You made my job so much better because we could be cynical and funny together and all that. And I'm like, Oh shit, Joanne, I miss the shit out of her too. I mm-hmm. really, really like her. She's one of my favorite people. Um, but anyway, if they compensated people correctly and treated them. Yeah. Like yeah. Human beings. I'd probably still be fucking around, but that's, yeah. that's what it's all. Um, Everything that's a lot of corporate America stuff right now. It's whittling it down they're, to the. They're learning. They're learning lessons. Yeah. The companies that didn't treat people very well and didn't pay very well and raked in record profits and whatnot. They are learning lessons, and I'm totally okay with that. I think you're going to see, like you said, with COVID, it's changing how we do things, and not just as individuals. I think it's going to. You're going to see a huge shift. There's going to be because on, on corporate C- on CNBC also they were talking about they had some data. They have all the business data. They said there were record retirements this last year, and it was because of COVID stuff. The people's going fuck it. I'm just going to do something yeah. else, or I've got enough money. I'm just going to, or I'm taking care of my parents, and they had some money, right? You know, whatever they're going to inherit their house. There's screw. We're just not going to go back right yep. now. And it's so it's not, it's not the people are too lazy because they're in high school that aren't going to go flip it, burgers. Yeah, that ain't it, what it that's is. That's not what it is. Because people un- are reevaluing their entire lives. Because unemployment is actually low. Right. It's extremely low. Yeah. You know, so people are just like, yeah, we're done. We're just not going to work yeah. for a while. They're not. And it, you have the uh, the idiots out there that just want to chalk it up to, well, they're just lazy and they don't want to work. It's and not what it it's is. Just, it's not at all. It's people reevaluating. They're realizing they're, this pandemic has been such a huge event that people are taking stock of their lives and go, you know what? It's fucking life's too short right. for me to be working for some corporate fucking overlords. This is the people taking the risk and starting their own business. Mm-hmm. There's people taking a risk and changing careers because they don't want to they their moral compass is better than the the institution they were working before prior. So they want to find some place that's better that suits their lifestyle which what they how they they feel their time should be spent and they're compensated properly yeah. for it. And these companies all they want to do is push this agenda of nobody wants to work, nobody wants to work. No, they're working. They're just not working for fucking you. And if the unemployment rate is low, like in this town, like I think it still is in this town also, and they're having a hard time finding people working at the Del Taco, I could give a fuck. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. Really? Yeah, I mean, I really? really? I really don't care. Yeah. I guess I have a problem if they're locally owned, and that's a problem. But, you know, do we really, I mean, if, the, if these are the jobs we're complaining about. Be careful about, who you hit your wagon to, even if it's locally owned. If you're a local franchisee right. and you own McDonald's. right. Be careful who you hitch your wagon to, because at some point, maybe those pe- people aren't going to work there anymore. I would and be okay with not... fewer fast food restaurants anyway. Yeah. How about let's have some other career paths that are more enlightening and self-actualizing? Yeah. You know, rather than, no, 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 just flip burgers and shit. I hate the term flipping burgers. That's always used, but but you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, just, no, I get it. Everything's getting realigned. It's just the way that it is. And I'm, and I'm totally okay with it, because uh, the world's kind of needed this kick in the ass. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's been yeah we've lost a lot of people a lot of people have died and that's there's a, there's a human the human toll is is uh, terrible. Uh, it's however, 800, about eight hundred twenty thousand right now. But all those people would have died eventually anyway because nobody lives forever. Well, we're all gonna die. Yeah, not me. No one, no one gets out alive. No one gets out alive. And I'm having weird thoughts about that lately. I'm not fear of dying, but it's like oh my god, fuck, 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 
fucky, fuck, fuck. Yeah, you should definitely keep stressing about that because it's really good for your <laughs> it's heart. It's helping. It's going to speed the process up by worrying about Speaking it. Speaking of doing stuff, so let's just wrap this up by saying, yeah, it's going to be New Year's by the time. Uh, no, it won't be New Year's yet, but people, it's coming up. Soon enough. Yeah, and, in a few um, days. You know, we, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm just going to do better at my business and try to fucking travel more. I'm glad I didn't get the, uh, did we talk about this? Didn't get uh, 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 passports. Yeah, right. Well, we talk about that last time you, or not. You wouldn't have gotten your passport in anyway. time to do jack shit anyway because the passport offices are backed up. But I'm glad I didn't, you know, give me a couple more years. I guess I'm going to, I don't know, you don't think European travel is going to be opened up this year either very I, much. Yeah. I think it's kind of fucked again. Yeah. For another half a year yeah. at least. Excuse me. I'm I'm kind of bummed about that too because I, well, I you can still travel Pan Pacific. There's... There's ways you can do it, and I actually next fall I was actually considering um, our friend, you know, Timmy, lives in Hawaii, and he's considering going to he wants to go to Bali, mm-hmm. and I really want to go to Bali, and it's from Hawaii, it's not that expensive because you're almost there, halfway there. Yeah, essentially, and yeah, and uh, Hawaii, but. yeah, it, he's like round trip tickets for like three hundred and seventy five, four hundred dollars. Oh, not, not bad at all, and that was pre COVID. Mm-hmm. But you have to have you have to be vaccinated. And you have to show up with a negative test, and then they make you take another. You just have to stay at the resort for two days. Then you have to take another test, but it's a quick PCR, like it's like six hour turnaround time, mm-hmm. which I'm totally okay with, man. Like that's a that's a that is Bali is an area that is own their only industry is tourism. So they I don't keep, have any other. Industry. I keep wondering about my vaccination thing. Like you know, I got the Johnson Johnson, then I got a Moderna booster. Let's say three weeks ago or right. whatever it was. Um, okay, well, that was just a booster level. Yeah. So it wasn't like a full shot, which I wish I would have gotten. I, I wonder if I could have gotten. I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know how I could have faked it because they had me on file. I wouldn't fuck with it too much until there's more data out there with those boosters. Yeah. Because I don't know what the dose was with the booster for just for you in particular because you had Johnson & Johnson first. Like me, I've only had Moderna. Right. And you've had right. three. The, you've had I've the had two three. and the yeah, booster. Yeah, I had the two and then the booster. Did you so, feel like shit after any one of them? Oh shit! Yeah, the first one I was here. Oh, that's right. Remember, and I got—I was that's sitting right. here talking to you, and all of a sudden, you didn't feel this good. guy. I got all flushed, and you go, "You all right?" I'm like, "I feel like shit." I got like a hot flash that lasted like two minutes, mm-hmm. and then I was instantly fucking tired and went home and slept like twelve hours that night, which is pretty. Which common. is awesome for you because <laughs> oh, because I never sleep like that. Now I do. Yeah, it's incredible. So anyway, yeah, um, that's the deal. So I'm yeah. hoping they get some more data on it. I mean, they're still saying, "Yeah, stay away from big crowds." All that. Okay, fine. You know, well, and, eh, so whatever. Ugh. It's just so taxing. It's just just so fucking stress. Like I like on one hand, I get stressed about it. And then on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, I don't. It's I, there's nothing I can do to change the big grand scheme of things. Well, I've done so all I'm that I can g- personally do with the booster exactly. and this and that. And if uh, if I'm I still steer clear of highly public situations again we were we went to vegas but there wasn't very many people in that place no there wasn't and if you're and i'm around you and you're around me and we know that we're both vaccinated and we go to the bathroom you put your mask on yeah and that's we did that you know yeah i don't i don't care it's kind of a pain but i don't really give a fuck yeah it's mildly annoying but it's really not that it's not like anybody was being dicks about it it's not like because like a couple times in a row i got up from the table at the the Hofbrau house, like I got it from the table, started walk toward the bathroom with no mask on, and I was the one who remembered to walk back. Same and get here, it. I did the and same nobody thing. Nobody said anything. No one was yelling at me or anything like right. that. So I'm like, I think that they're, uh, I don't know. I I I think that they're they're the the mask mandates that they have in Nevada. I get why they're having it. I don't think it's enforceable. No, it's and, not. And, and I feel bad for the folks in the restaurant who have to deal with that shit. I do too. And but the problem is this, you know, if they, if if the local governments decide that they want to try to clamp down on it for whatever reason, whether you like it or not or believe in it or not, you know, they they have the the rules, so the people that own the restaurant or the place are going to throw out a sign, you know, mass required. It, okay. Well, we went to Vegas knowing that's what the gig was. Yeah. I'm not going to go to Vegas to start a fucking fight. No. So just wear you put your fucking not, mask. I'm definitely not going to be. A, a fuck? I'm not going to be a dick to a private business owner because they're right. doing. They're. It's kind of like the, to me. It's the same as trying to be a dick to a private business owner at like a bar. If you try and light up a cigarette inside and you can't smoke inside, I'm right. sorry. That's the them's the rules. It's a right. government regulation. Or go, go in there armed because he because your Second Amendment. Yes. Yeah, it's my Second Amendment right. Yeah, oh, you, your Second Amendment yeah. right doesn't exist in this place. It's an alcohol service establishment. It's a in the United State States Second Amendment. It's not. A, yeah, that's fine. Fucking talk to the governor. You right. voted. You voted for him, right? Anyway, so there's that. On nonsense. that note, wait, wait, hold on. So, are you gonna do anything? 
Are you planning on what? Do you have any? I don't have any big goals. Man, I don't have than, a lot of plans because I just made a huge career and lifestyle change. So I don't have. I'm still okay. trying to. I'm still a little reeling from that. No, um, and congratulations I, on that. I w- thank you. I want to go to Hawaii at least twice this year, probably the, for a couple weeks this summer. Yeah, but that's not too outside of your normal box lately because you've been there twice. Recently. I guess that is kind of like my mo. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, no, I don't. I don't really have any outside the norm kind of plans. Um, get my passport. I want to spend some time in Mexico. It's been ten years since I've spent time I, in Mexico. I it's think, time. I think this year I will get my passport. Not saying I'm yeah. going to travel overseas. Because it may be just a clusterfuck. Yeah. But I think I'm just going to go and commit to it, fry my face another time, and then go get my passport picture. Yeah, right. Um, and then, uh, you know, yeah. I think that's, that, that's a simple enough goal. You can't have too huge of goals because then if you don't do them, then what the fuck? Uh, we talked about having more guests on this podcast. We'll do that. We'll have some more people coming on. More interesting people than us fuckers, for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, I don't know what's going on with the business out there. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's good. To, I'm glad to, that we we're busy. I'm glad that we're I'm glad that I chose this interesting field, narrow field in aviation, to where it's got a strong future. It looks like, you know, just not, allegedly, it's not going away. I don't allegedly. know. I don't know if carbon fiber and composites are going anywhere. I'm pretty sure they're going to go back to uh, no, cloth. Going back to yeah, they're going to go all the going to skip aluminum and go right yeah, back to go right the back Wright to, brothers. Yeah, right back to the Wright brothers. Yeah. Look. This aileron bullshit <laughs> and elevators. Go straight to warped wing. They're going way back. To, we're going. We're going old school. Okay, right. we're going to warped I'm gonna wing. We're going to shifting seats. We're going to have to move back and forth. That's to it. Turn it's going to be thing. like a fucking high hang glider, a little three horsepower <laughs> gas engine <laughs> that'll also run on on kerosene or diesel. That's what Biden wants. That is what. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, brand. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, is, I, is that phrase I, worn out yet? Are oh people no, over it. Oh, that's the thing with those people—they don't know, they don't understand the the meaning of worn out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just so dumb. I, I, I and it's it it just dumb. It, it's just dumb. It's it's fucking stupid, and that's all I have to say about it. I agree. Yeah, it, it's it's uh that is a phrase that people who are too much of a little bitch to say fuck Joe Biden. Well, that's the way that's because that's the thing. Like, if you want to say fuck Joe Biden, dude, that is your constitutional right. Hell man. yeah. Yeah. If you want to drive around, let everyone know that you're a piece of shit because you have a flag that says fuck Joe Biden. And these little kids are like just learning to read. They're like, what is what does that F word mean? And then you, somebody's fucking somebody has to explain to their kids. Oh, this guy's an asshole. Right. And he has this fucking flag and he doesn't like the current president. So he's ex- exercising his constitutional right. But he's also it's twofold. He's showing you that you can exercise his constitutional right. Right. Of uh, freedom of, of expression. But also, he's letting you know that um, you probably don't want to hang out with that guy. because he's no probably a, class he's a, he's a, because he's out there he has dropping the F-bombs and stuff. Zero fucking class. Yeah. And that's fine. So, and e- if, you, if you... Either side, I don't give a shit. You can't do this. You yeah, should do this. Just stop being so fucking stupid about it. And I'm starting to call people out a little bit on the identity, you know, the whole identity politics thing. It's like, it's really a shame that that chunk of your life is tied to a political affiliation. Well, you're yeah. you're substituting politics for an actual personality, and that's really, yeah. it's just lame, uh, and you're not really contributing. In fact, you're more detrimental to society, and that goes for both sides of the aisle. And it's like you said, it was like you say, no politics and no no religion and no Yankees fans in the uh, in the pub, but um, and it's true, and it's it's not that many years ago that people just didn't talk they about just didn't politics. Talk about it. Yeah, they knew it was trouble, and you said, fuck it, we're just not going to do. It. We have neighbors that we don't know what they who they voted for, but. Even if years ago, though, back in the 70s, 80s, if someone like, oh, well, they voted for so-and-so, no one really gave that much of a shit. Right. It wasn't. It didn't turn into anything. Yeah. Like beating someone up or trying to or threatening to kill somebody. But you had to be or, in the real, real extreme ends of things before Yeah, like people, Sirhan Sirhan and Lee yes. Harvey Oswald and all his cohorts. Who yes, me. exactly. So you had to be that extreme, you know, before it really <laughs> made a negative difference. It's so stupid. It is. Well, on that note, all right, we will end stupidity. Twenty twenty two. We'll see y'all next year. Yes, sir.
Mm-hmm.